She was a waitress at the Orange on Sand. She had a reputation as a girl who'd been around. Now made she at midnight, a brand new pack of cigs, a fresh one hanging from her lips, a beer between her legs. She'd ride down to the river and meet all her friends. And we are back. I am Eric. He is Paul. We are the Fat Packs in this. Is Beckett Radio. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. It's 2017. We are back in here. It's a chilly, chilly, chilly morning here in Texas. It is, man. It's so cold. I just never mind. <laughs> it's cold. It, yeah. Um. It's. It doesn't typically get. Uh, like, like to a point where I need a jacket, right. but I needed I needed something when I walked out of the house this morning. I had a little ice on my car this morning. Well, you got a little ice. A little you're, ice. You're down there a little a uh, little south of where I live, so you guys get a little different weather down there. Not not like extremely different, but it can be it can be drastically different on days. On certain days, yeah. Yes, on certain days, right. it's like a little Bermuda Triangle down there. Where you it's, only it's something. Yeah, you kind of get something. <laughs> it's something. Uh, so uh, it is 2017. We're we're kicking off a new year here at Beckett Radio, and uh, I put out on Twitter last week or, or early this week, I, w- I, w- I wanted an original theme song for Beckett Radio. That's right, you sure did. I, I put it out there and uh, got a little bit of reaction to it, not not too much. You had a, we had a guy send us a, send us a beat that he made, and we're going to use it. We're okay. definitely going to use it in the okay. future. But since there wasn't much reaction to it, I said, you know what, scratch that. Let's get more listener involvement. And I said, each week, we're going to let a listener pick the intro song. Now, we need to be careful what we, what we wish for and what we ask for. I, you know, there probably should be some parameters set. Yeah. Um, but this week, I, I don't have any problem with it. I don't have any problem with it at all. Uh, Ken Kinsley, owner of uh, Beans Ball Card Blogs and uh, many other... Uh, ventures in the sports card world. <laughs> yes, he, he does. Uh, he he was tasked with picking uh, this week's song, and this actually turned out to be a, a tough one for him. Apparently, yeah. I and, mean, there's a million songs. Yeah, and he, there, there, he had to, we had to break it down into or narrow it down into one song. He was uh, he was fighting fighting going back and forth. So uh, he finally got to it, and he I don't think he went wrong at all. That song you heard on the intro was the great Robert Earl King. Also known as R.E.K., he is a legend in Texas country music. He is and so big. I've been here for two years. <laughs> you've never, never heard, heard of, of him. That's okay. You gotta you gotta be down with what he does. Um, that song was "The Road Goes On Forever" from his uh, "Live from Austin, Texas" album, and released in uh, November of two thousand four, which was right around the time of Christmas of two thousand four. You know, about a month prior. Okay. And he's got a great song on there called "Merry Christmas from the Family," that. Uh, it, is just amazing. Oh, all right. Amazing. So, Kim Kinsley, that song was yours. You picked Robert Earl Keane, The Road Goes On Forever, and there is nothing more Texas country than The Road Goes On Forever than from Robert Earl Keane. So, congratulations. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not there. Um, so, we're, we're going to do that moving forward. You're, you guys, we want you to be involved with this. You're picking the theme song, or the, the intro song. And uh, I'll pick the outro. We might, we not, we might not cue the Drake, but like maybe ten times this year. Man, that's kind of sad. It's not going to go completely away. I'm okay, right, let's let's you sure. know that. Let's let's make sure yeah, you need to cue it like in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, I can something. do something like that. Yeah. Um, it's not going away completely, but uh, 
that's that yeah that's my tagline that's my that's, that's your thing yeah, it's not it's not going away completely so uh that's that let's talk about some new products and pricing uh we're a week in we're five days into 2017 is there anything new products and pricing we do we have on? two new products coming out but i can tell you right now man the product that came out last week optic football right okay uh good grief that thing is just blowing up, man. You're just, big on this, too. Uh, it, not even me. I mean, I, I was big on it, yes. Big on it coming in. And people are just backing all the things that I was saying about it. So um, product is actually going up in price, um, you know, from the box level. It's gone up uh, probably 15 20 bucks a box uh, since the release. Um, just great on-card autographs and just some hot stuff coming out of there. So uh, check out Optic from from last week. Um, it's it, it's something we're going to end up talking about, I'm sure, uh, as, as the rest of the, the products get released for this year. So um, anyway, that's for football. Football actually doesn't have anything new coming out. Um, they ended everything last uh, last year, I guess, huh, with Optic. Um, but we do. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. They do have their other big product coming out uh, tomorrow. Um, is 2016 Contenders football is coming out? Huge product, right? Huge. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was so lost in my Optic world. <laughs> but um, no, Contenders football is coming out tomorrow. Uh, it's going to have five or six autos in it. Uh, standard uh, configuration that they've done in the past, about 169 a box, 24 packs, five cards per pack, and that's what everybody wants. Yeah, the pro uniforms, the contenders, rookies, the cracked ice. It's got it all. It's gonna deliver. I've been watching cases of it just fill already online and uh, on Facebook, and there's some people itching, itching for tomorrow sure. to come to be able to start opening that product. Do you have a so price point on that? Did you say one? It's one sixty nine a box. Ooh, okay. Yeah, a little, little, you know, but again, man, those Zeeks and those Dax are just going to just kill it, man. That is a product that I don't understand for the life of me. Really? Like, I, like, I don't – just in a – in a world full of sick patches and nasty and dirty and all that crap, you get a base. Just it's it's pretty much a base set with five autos and you know six autos in, in the box, which is cool. And but the way people react to those those autos, man, it's just boom. It's, it's yeah, it's boom. And it's been that way for years. So I guess those are pretty sick, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I can dig that. It's gonna be something. It's gonna be something big, something huge to watch. Something that's gonna keep me busy the next couple of weeks trying to get the pricing on that. The variations and, uh, too, man. You're gonna have yeah. like 15 variations for one player in short prints, yeah. and ball in hand, and standing yeah. up and sitting down and all that stuff. So I wonder if they'll do a Kaepernick. All right, anyway, <laughs> moving on. All right. Also, this week we have uh, coming out tomorrow on Friday will be uh, National Treasures Racing is coming out. It's their their fourth product since they've started putting out. Uh, Racing cards, so this is the big one. Uh, National Treasures, pretty much the same configuration as you're used to. Uh, run about four eighty-five a box. Okay, uh, you're gonna get seven cards. Uh, you're gonna get one, either base or parallel card. Two mem, two auto mem, like auto and mem together. Then you're gonna either an extra auto or an extra auto mem and a booklet. So all right, this one is gonna set the bar pretty darn high. I, think. I would think so. I yeah. would think that this one's gonna be what Michael and all those other NAS, NASCAR collecting guys out there are going to love. I think it's actually ha it has the potential to be huge. And, it does. Um, it does. And they've done well so far with the products that they put out. So it's going to be very exciting to see how the racing community responds to to that kind of to that kind of product, to a higher end. You want to split a box? No, nah, man. I'm no, good. you're good. I'm good, man. You're good on that. I'm good, man. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm good. That's pretty cool, man. It's a uh, it's it's a product that probably like I said, it's going to set the bar. The knowing what Panini has done with National Treasures, baseball, football, especially, 
it's probably going to be real legit. So. Yeah, it should be legit. And also, man, apparently they're embracing the racing. It did real well last year. I just saw something in February, late February, early March is going to be Donruss Racing. Donruss Racing. Donruss Racing. So that'll be good because I think it'll be good for the set collectors. It's going to have a lot of cards in the box and a lot of cards in the set. Probably be able to, to get a lot more drivers and a lot more focus on a lot more uh, like highlight cards and and you know maybe some of the retro guys something like that so that's cool should be a pretty cool uh, pretty cool something to look forward to uh, coming up here the first quarter of uh, of the new year. So if you can't afford the four hundred and ninety five, is that what you said? Four, four se- yeah, four seventy five, four eighty five, somewhere okay. in that range. Yeah. So if you can't afford the five hundred dollar box of uh, National Treasures, get you a case of five hundred dollar <laughs> <laughs> Donruss yeah. Racing. Yeah, get you about eight boxes eight of that boxes when it comes out. Yeah. But um, but that's cool. Um, and then you were talking. We were talking uh, off air just beforehand. Trilogy hockey drops this week too. Yeah, it comes out today. It comes out today. Okay, yeah. awesome. All right, so we've got that on the board. Um, and then I just want to make everybody aware because I like to do this a little bit. You know, we talked about saving up for flawless basketball and transcendence and all that stuff. This is a product you don't necessarily have to save up for. But do you realize we are less than one month from 2017 top series one baseball? Wow. I know, man. We've got basketball and hockey in full swing. Football playoffs start this week. And now, you know, 2007, you know, Topps Baseball every year, the Series 1, Series 2, it's just kind of an iconic set. Every, it is. Everybody buys it. I don't care what sport you collect. You usually end up buying a couple packs of it or whatever because it's just that's what everybody gets. And it's, it's a less than a month away. When I, when I first started here, I, I was – that next – I started in August of 14. Okay. And so that next year, 2015, uh, I heard Bill Sutherland talking about Top Series One coming out, coming out, and he was making a really big emphasis on it. I'm like, dude, it's it's Top Series One. Right. It, it, he's like, he looked at me. He goes, Are you serious? <laughs> I said, Yeah, it's just it's just a base set. He said, We will sell twenty thousand dollars of that this weekend. And I'm like, Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's just like the contenders. I'm, it, it doesn't make sense to me, but it's uh. it's such a staple in collecting that Series 1 and Series 2 baseball, just like Series 1 and Series 2 hockey right. uh, from Upper Deck. It's such a staple that it, it sells very well. Very well. And there's all kinds of short prints and variations and everything in there to find. Yep. And, uh, you know, collectors hunt it down. They, yep. they have a good time with it, and that's they that's what they do. Yep, and it's a month out. It's a month out. Less than a month out. So that so means uh, pitchers and catchers report in about a month as well. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, man. So awesome. just uh, just wanted to keep you guys up to date with that and what's going on in there. And um, and just so you guys know, Eric and I haven't bought any Transcendence. So no, not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> I finally saw one up on a Facebook group. Did you? Yeah, it was a Vince Scully. Oh, okay. And when I saw it, it was at $220. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. There all right. Go. There you go. Good stuff. Let me give you some new pricing, man. All right. Um, Matt, Matt Bible is over there just... Making the Matt Busy Beaver, Busy Bee Bible, Busy Bee Bible, drummer in the office. Yes, uh, he's auditioning for Rush next week. He he doesn't know, like he hasn't told a lot of people that, but you know Rush needs. A well, he's got to do something now since Ohio State. Yeah, just didn't they put the big, big zero head. up. Yeah, so he has got the Walking Dead survival box for you, Bates Motel season two, and Marvel Gems all priced for you. Uh, those should be live in your online price guide. And I just finished Parkhurst Hockey yesterday, so that should be live as well. That was retail only, right? Uh, retail only, supposed to be Canadian only, but uh, some some folks here in the States were finding it too. So uh, it is not 
as Canadian as we would like to think it was. Gotcha. Then there's that special insert set that, again, Ken Kinsley found like the first or second card and brought it to uh, brought it to the attention of Stephen LaRoche, our Beckett guy, and called Tis the Season inserts. Oh, very nice. Uh, checklist is still not complete, so it's not on. It's not in the in the uh, database just yet, but okay. it's it's coming. All so right. you guys out there, if you're listening, you can hear me. Go go uh, search your search your Parkhurst hockey packs and see if you can find some of those tis the season because those were an unannounced checklist. Sweet. So awesome. there you go. Now before we get to our uh, first break and our first guest, which will be uh, the ever popular Derek Ficken, former co-host of this show. Yes. Now over in grading, uh, doing grading things, talking about grading stuff, and just making grading great again. Um, yeah, so that's what he's doing. And, no, I'm just kidding, just kidding. He's uh, there. He's got some stuff to come on and talk about grading. We got a giveaway to do. Uh, we have a fifty dollar letter of credit. That's basically a fifty dollar certificate gift certificate for you to use towards grading. Uh, we got to give that away while that's he's in here. Huge. That man. is man. That's, that's huge. That's really cool. But I, I hope I did a random. I, I did a random, and I don't know the person's i don't recognize the person's name okay so i'm hoping it's a first time grading customer i hope so too i hope it's somebody that's been on the fence saying i don't know if i should or if i shouldn't well this will give them the opportunity to do it and they'll they'll see the benefits from it so awesome i I hope so too all right uh but before we do that before we get into that we got some awards to announce um i like awards i like awards too we we did i win you didn't win anything (laughs) but you kind of did because you're a part of most of this okay so um it's not a participation. Is it's this not, a participation no, trophy? No, it's not an no. I nine sports card. Okay, uh, sports award. <laughs> that is the biggest sham in the world. Uh, what this is? There was only six or seven categories. And we're going to expand this next year. Uh, shout out to GTS uh, GTS Live. Those guys did a full on card awards. Right. Right. I didn't want to step on their toes. Right. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I really appreciate what they did. They did a great job at it. Um, uh, Ivan just. All, all those guys over there, they did a great job with it. And you know what? I was like, let them have that. They can have that. Let's have a little more fun with this. Okay. And, uh, come up with some different categories that they didn't touch on, which is f- completely fine. Right. Be- because they're not Beckett Radio, and you know they don't have the same categories. That's true. Good stuff. Love it all the way around. But these were kind of specific to the Beckett Radio universe in uh, – in the categories. Okay, that works. All right, makes sense to you? Yeah, man. There's one that's not, so we'll... we'll uh, hey, wait, did we do... We didn't do favorite host, did we? We didn't do favorite host. That's the one we should have done. We could do it I right now. I could have won something. <laughs> you could have. <laughs> you could have. just You kidding. definitely could have. All right, so... Um, at least come in second. Yeah, at least second. Hopefully. You're not far from it. First, <laughs> first award we gave out, uh, 2016 Beckett Radio Listener's Choice Award, Best Digital Platform. Woohoo! That's actually a pretty big idea. It is. Um, the winner, well, the the, the three uh, the nomination the nominees the nominees are the nominees <laughs> are. Uh, hi, I want to do this is Harry Carey. <laughs> hi, <laughs> Tops, Star Wars and Bunt, <laughs> Panini, Dunk and Gridiron, <laughs> Upper Deck E Pack. The winner is Cubs win. Cubs, Cubs win. win. <laughs> the winner is Upper Deck EPAC with 47% of the vote. Um, EPAC was something that they love. 
it's did you play with EPAC at all? I did. Yeah, you like it? I did, I did. Um yeah, you helped me set you helped set me up on that whole thing and I, I played with it a little bit. Yeah. But you know me me don't follow them hockey guys that much, so I kinda got kinda yeah, lost my interest. Yeah, I lost your interest in it. But they have so much more bit. on there now. Like they have uh, Civil uh not Civil War, uh Captain America seven seventy fifth anniversary. Oh. Aliens, uh there you go. Yeah, they have this new thing called Compendium. 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 Ken 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 loves it. I don't. Okay. He'll he'll talk about it. But right. <laughs> that yeah, they have that. Uh, what I like about the E pack is the evolution of the cards turning into physical cards. Right. You you collect so many yeah. and you turn you can turn into that. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. That's a good deal. I like that part of it um, too. When I was getting, I just never was able to to stick with it long enough. But now they got some new stuff. Man, I got to uh, find my password and go check that out. Go check that out. Uh, category two. And this is really, really where I should do, I should do uh, uh, Harry Carey here, because uh, this guy, he's a Chicago guy, true and true. He's a Be- Beckett Radio Listener's Choice Awards for for Breaker of the Year. I, I had to, I had to put a put a note in here. And said said if your breaker's not listed, well write them in. Hold on, hold on. Six of my friends walked in and they're all named Bud. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 nominees are uh, Top Shelf Breaks, Mojo Breaks, Jaspies, and Leightons. Uh, and the winner is? I have no idea. Top Shelf Breaks. There we 53% go. 53% of the vote. Uh, congratulations, Chris Keller, over there just killing it. Uh, Going to be a big part of the show coming up yeah. this year. Yes, man, I can't wait. So, uh, also can't want wait. to mention here, there, are, there were a number of write-in votes. Oh, there was. Yeah, okay. that I don't want to. I don't want to uh, over, overshadow, over, overlook there. Um, Monster breaks. Monster breaks. They they do it right over there too, man. Yeah, They're they, good guys. They had a late push, um, and then one on one breaks. Okay. Okay. They okay. had a late push too. Those guys were uh, pretty important, and then uh, there there was just a, a plethora of other other guys. One offs. Yeah. Uh, so. I want to just say this is not a reflection of the breaking community. Who's better? Who's best? This is oh. this was a vote by you guys, and I. It was also brought up that there was only four breakers on the actual list. Right. The reason that was is because I'm only allowed to put four spots on the Twitter poll. Ah. There, it's not. It's not my doing. Okay. Right. So, uh, there there are a plethora of breakers out there who are doing things right, and I encourage you to check them all out Indeed. if you can. Indeed. And indeed, it is fun to be a part of the breaks, right? For sure. All right. Now, this is the one that kind of is the hockey, the, not the hockey, the uh, the card-related one. Okay. It's not card, like, brand-specific, but it is in a way. So, uh, 2016 Beckett Radio Listener's Choice Awards, hottest rookie cards of the year. Sweet. Okay. Trevor Story. Man. Connor McDavid. Okay. Dak slash Zeke. Now, I could not separate those two. You can't. I, I I should have said I should have just put Cowboys rookies. <laughs> yeah, or but, yeah, Cowboys but, offensive line. Uh, or Carl Anthony Towns. Those are uh, all good, man. Uh, Trevor Story had five percent of the vote. Uh, Actually, had a couple write-ins for uh, Corey Seager. Okay. Okay. Uh, Connor McDavid, thirty-four percent of the vote. That makes sense. Cat, seven percent of the vote. This would this makes me think that people don't know who, what Cat is. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, or they don't understand that Carl Anthony Towns is just a freak of nature. Yes, he is. That, uh, and yeah, he, uh, yeah. And he, the winner is the Dak and Zeke at fifty-four percent of the vote. Again, I only have four slots, so I couldn't put right. Put and put both. Yeah, down. yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, Beckett Radio Listeners Choice Awards Special Guest of the Year. 
the Sklar Brothers, which was a great episode. I absolutely loved it. I did geek out. I think a that is much. your favorite episode. I think it probably is. Uh, or actually, the next one might be just right there on par with uh, Scott Sargent in our shoe episode. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was very informative. We didn't have to talk much. We just kind of shut up and let them talk. Yeah, I it think that's really why good. people liked it. Yeah, that's probably why. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Nolan Patrick in the house. Yeah, uh, like physically in the house. Physically in the house. That dude's going to be impressive. Yes. And the winner of this one, and rightfully so, because I think it, 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 you know, it tugged, it tugged at heartstrings, which is fine. Uh, Brady Kale. Yes. Winning with his Cards for a Cause episode, and uh, just very happy to have him on. And oh, for sure. And it was really cool that he got his own card too. Yeah, Tom he got his own card. Talked him about that card, uh, series two or the update, whatever update I guess it was. His mom. Came out of. His, I'm sorry to cut you off there. No, buddy. you're good. His mom runs that Twitter account, and she she tweeted it out, and Kurt Schilling follows them, so he retweeted it. Oh, very cool. And I guess when you know, you're know a Hall of Fame caliber pitcher, right? people pe- kind of pay attention to what you're doing. So Brady Kale had a late push, but pulled it off in the end. Awesome. Good for <laughs> him, man. Good for and him. Uh, I believe this is the final one. It is the final one. Beckett Radio Listener's Choice Awards Feature Podcast of the Year. Um. Tommy Sledge, a.k.a. Troy Hughes, over at CBS Radio at the Fan here in Dallas. The man. Uh, Thank Geek, which was a great episode, actually. I know, man. Uh, I wasn't there for that one. You weren't there for that one. We need to reach back out to them and see see what's going to happen there. We do. I want a geek. You want a geek? I do. Uh, Nalini Nalini Christian. 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 Nalini Christian, the Jedi. uh, The Force was with her. Yeah, the Force was with her. And the DFW Sports Card Show that you and I did with... Again, Ken Kinsley. Yeah, so that was, uh, that, was, that was a good time. All those were good. Uh, the Jedi, the Jedi special, and the DFW card show special both had uh, twenty nine and twenty three percent respectively. Okay, Thank Geek got eight percent, but you guys are sleeping on that one. That was the debut of the Real Housewives of Beckett, and you should uh, definitely go back and listen to that one. <laughs> yeah, Ian was on that one, right? Ian was on that yeah, one, man. and he did a really good job. That yeah. was a fun night. There was there was just an atmosphere in there that was really cool. And uh, I hope to do something like that again. And the winner is Fat Daughtry, Mr. Troy Hughes, joining us Fat live here Daughtry. at Beckett. Um, man, that was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy our budding relationship with uh, with Troy and CBS Radio. And uh, look look for those guys on an upcoming podcast very soon. Yeah, we got them coming up soon, I think. Yeah, and, so. uh, yeah we ran into him not too long ago at Moe's, which yeah, was cool. Over at Moe's, Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, over at Moe's. Yeah, over like, at Moe's. Acting like we're cool or something. <laughs> so so he, he was there. Um, yeah, they're fighting out who's going to get to go to the Super Bowl right now. So we're we're postponing the locking in the date of them joining the show uh, because this is the first year that 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 radio station has got credentials to go press pass credentials. To uh, go, okay, and and it's let's let's be honest, it's pretty convenient for them to go to. Yeah, it's just down the street a little bit in the armpit of uh, Texas. So right. and um, and it's possible that their their whole uh, their team are going to be there. So yeah, you know, yeah. it's kind of a win win. It really is. So they're they're there doing that. They're fighting that out. And once they get it figured out, we're going to get them all scheduled and uh, here on the show with us again. All right, guys, that's the first segment. It was a little bit long, but that's okay because coming up next, we got Derek Ficken, the face of Beckett Grading. Uh, he does have a face for radio, too. He, uh, coming on, we're going to announce a winner for our Beckett Grading gift certificate. Mm-hmm. And he, there's some changes over there in grading that he needs to tell you about. That I'm not even going to try to explain because nope. it's, it, nope. it's, uh, it's going to be him. It's all about him. It's all about him. So, guys, you hang tight. We will be right back. 
Hey guys, this is Lindsay Jones, the art director of Beckett Media, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we are back from that quick break, and joining us now is the face of Beckett Grady, like we said. Derek Fickin in the house. What's up, Derek? What's up, guys? How are you, sir? I am wonderful. How are you guys doing uh, today? We're doing good. You, you a little yeah. cold? Uh, it's it's actually very cold outside. It's very cold outside. Um, for it, you, it's cold. For me, it's cold, yeah. I mean, I even shaved my beard recently. I had a nice creature growing and uh, decided to shave it off and uh, felt the cold immediately. <laughs> immediately. Ah, immediately. Gotcha. So, so to keep that during the winter. Yeah, I, I, didn't, yeah I, I didn't think about that, Paul, right. unfortunately. Right. I'm working on the, uh, the... The goatee creature? The goatee creature again. You have an intense goatee creature. I do. Like when, it's borderline scary sometimes. When it comes out. When it, like, when it <laughs> That's gets, just Eric. When, That's <laughs> when it gets full grown, it's like, wow, yeah, what the hell happened? It's just like, yeah. hello, exactly. I'm here. It looks like a, like a mink or something sitting <laughs> on my face I'm just, <laughs> it's just there it's, it's just so, there like when when it gets long enough that i can put it in like in the corner of my yes. mouth i know it's time to it's chew time it to take it out yeah yeah it's yeah it's it does get pretty big and uh, it looks like a dead rat just yeah on my face yummy yeah yummy yeah. indeed <laughs> yummy indeed oh when, my when i was uh when i was young playing t-ball okay uh i was uh horrible at it okay horrible could not hit the ball off the tee. Off the tee, save my life. Okay, and one of uh, one of one of a very vivid, very wow, very vivid memory I have of playing tee ball yeah. was me standing in the box, striking out as usual. Okay, in, in tee my, ball, in tee ball, in tee ball, and my sister, my younger sister, sitting in the stands behind me with a gummy rat in her mouth, going, "Hit the ball, wimp." <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> it was a horrible rat situation, wow. just like my beard. So what yeah. does your counselor say about that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> and not enough. I don't not have enough. enough money to see a counselor. See, <laughs> it, you know, you have one creature, but Paul's got you know re- very refined, He's, yeah. professional. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? It, that's keep, that's keeping it classy over that's there. Age, that's that, age. That's, that's what age. That's what that yeah. is. Got I mean, it. Had, yeah, he had <laughs> he had years to to refine his. Got his, it. His got it. To experiment. Yeah. Get that perfect situation yeah. happening. Paul is actually ninety seven years old. I, you know, I I had a uh, I had a thing. I was like, man, he, you know. Me and Greg Odin are good friends. Yeah. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Hopefully, you know, got different knees, but uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So uh what's going on in Grady, man? Man. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, moving on from the goatee creatures. Uh grading is crazy, man. It's busy back there. I see you guys busting hump. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you know, the graders, the verification team, the shipping girls, you know, opening packages, you know, putting in, you know, packages, tracking numbers, all that. Dude, it's we insane. make some trash here, man. Dude, I'm we telling you. We make some you, trash in every this time, place. <laughs> every day you walk out into that hallway to see all the open boxes just... from the <clears throat> the day of submissions, it's incredible. So, I mean, there those guys and girls are working extremely hard, you know, with the addition of Beckett Authentication Services, which you all know and and hopefully love by now. Um, it's going to make us even more busier and crazier. So, you know, 2017 um, you know, and, and talking with Jeremy and, and the other sales managers, it's going to, I think, and we think it's going to be a historic year for us. Awesome. Beckett Grading uh, did add BAS, uh, Beckett Authentication Services, this well, late last year. Uh, yeah, around Chicago, right, November, yeah. the Chicago Fanatic right. Show. That uh, was our first we one. We were 
I saw them the month prior, well, the week prior yeah. in Toronto. Yep, yep. Uh, they just came up to check things out, see how it was going. Yeah. Uh, that seems to be taken off very, very well. Yeah, it has. Um, you, and you can even look and see all the results on eBay, you sure. know, stuff being sold now. Tons of stuff. You know, there. it's, it's, um, uh, you know, I can't disclose too much, but I mean, I think we're killing it in yeah. these streets. I think we are. You know too. what I mean? And, and it's only been two months maybe. Sure. And within those two months you have Christmas, you know, uh, Thanksgiving and new year's to, you know, delay things. But I mean, we've been killing it, you know, not to, Ooh, not, maybe that, not the best segue, but uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was a bad segue. Not, not to be not to be morbid uh, about killing things, but also, and I mean, it's just a part of the collecting world. Is it just is what it is? Yeah. With the the amount of celebrities that that passed last year, yeah, man, the autographs coming in immediately after their deaths. Oh yeah, was amazing. Yeah, and, immediate. Know, yeah, yeah, the day that uh, Carrie Fisher died. We were walking out of the office, and just a private collector came in with a boatload of that yeah. stuff. Yeah, like a hundred, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, like a hundred yeah. individual pieces or something. It was, yeah, it was nuts. Insane. It's it's something that we always are going to see because you know we're in it. Uh, we're in a industry that is driven by pricing, you know, immediately. And so you know, when people are kind of out of the loop, you know, what other way to get back in the loop when when they pass? You know, right. that's that's when they right. their name gets back into that rotation of people talking. So. It's unfortunate, but you know you see that all the time. I, I think this morning we had our first celebrity death of 2017 too. Uh, Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. No way. Yeah, a Bob, oh, are you Bob kidding? Denver, or Jim Denver, or something like that. Uh, wow, they found him on the island. Yeah, they found him on there, <laughs> and they took him off the island. Yeah. It was a wow. long time on there. Yeah. Him and Wilson. Damn, I think we, that yeah. happened. So uh, rest in sucks. peace, man. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. Now, is Beckett Authentication Services are. Are they moving here? Are we getting like a slabbing service here? Or yeah, so, so what's happening now um, is the um, authenticators um, are still based on the West Coast. Right. Um, which is great because we have a West Coast rep, you know, sure. Mike Gardner. Um, what's and, up, Mike? Good yeah, guy. what up, Mike? Um, and um, he is in Southern California. So it's great because, you know, there's actually two places now that these authenticators can go. You know, they can go to the, you know, the the Irvine, California office to work, okay. you know, at Mike's area or they can obviously come here. Um, we're going to have a, uh, an actual completely different slab team okay. um, for authentication, because obviously, you know, the grading slab team can only do so much within a day. Right. And we're still trying to build that business, you sure. know, as crazy as it is, as it is now. So we're going to have a whole different slab team come in and strictly work on authentication. Plus, you're, I would imagine the sizing is different, too. True. It's a whole different ball whole game different rather ball than just game. your normal sports cars and, and maybe some 5 by 7s exactly. But now you're talking. Yeah, big, you're, you're, big you're talking bigger pieces. And, and with those bigger pieces comes a lot more um, work right. to get the slabbing ready. So, like, making the actual inner sleeves, you know, for those photos or anything like that. The baseballs. The encapsulation baseballs, which look amazing, you know, I definitely recommend getting that done if, if you got some autographed baseballs. But it, it's crazy how you can loop everything in with the authentication and it all takes longer than a card. Right. Sure. So yeah. that's why it's better to have a completely different team, even though it's going to be all under the same umbrella. It's going to be all in that room, but it's going to be, you know, um, separated just because. It'll help in the long yeah, run, need obviously. Some, need some specialization, some yeah. extra attention. Exactly, yeah. 
So. Now, how big are items are you doing? Do you guys know yet? Like, are you going to do bats and jerseys and things like that? Or uh, as far as encapsulation, we're we're still holding holding strong to that. You know, magazine style being the max. Okay. Um, just because it costs so much to make an actual mold oh, okay. of the slab, not the actual slab, but the mold to make the slab. So because of that, obviously, we're looking into doing some pretty sweet stuff. Right. Um, you know, because. Uh, what an opportunity to get Steve Grad and Brian, you know, um, over on on the Beckett side, and and they're doing great things with getting the word out. So we got to be prepared with you know, kind of stepping our game up. Right. Um, so obviously, an encapsulated bat, you know, would be pretty dang sweet. Yeah, that would be um, cool. You know, autograph uh, bat. You know, grade the auto, grade the bat somehow. I don't know, but but for now, it's baseballs, eight by tens, magazine type thing. Yeah, okay, perfect. that's that's kind of the the big, but. We'll, we'll see. All right. See Never know. Yeah. Now, speaking of big changes. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, gosh. This, the reason you're here. Oh, boy. Is because everybody hates you. And, that's, uh, that's a daily occurrence. That's a daily occurrence. <laughs> yeah, on social media um, and Taylor email. Taylor writing a song about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What up, Taylor? That's a good pull, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So, there's some changes coming to uh, Beckett grading service levels and guarantees. Correct. Um. I don't want to speak on it. Sure. But you can. Yeah, I don't walk, either. Walk us through it. But <laughs> no, yeah. Walk us through yeah, it. What's, people, the, <laughs> what's the deal now? Okay. So really what's going on, 2017, it, obviously it's started. You know, sure. officially it has started January 1, um, 2017. We have gone away with the 100% guaranteed turnaround times Okay. for the 10-day service, the 20-day service, and the 45-day service. So the two business day service and the five business day service is still 100% guaranteed. You're going to have no issues. They're going to go out, you know, on that last business day. Okay. With the 10, 20, and 45 business day service, we're still going to shoot for that guaranteed turnaround time, you know, okay. back in 2016 and previous. But if it's a larger order, um, if we're extremely backed up, we might need a day or two. You okay. know, so what we're trying to say is we're not going to in 2016, we had some issues where there were X number of graders out of the office at a big show. Sure. You know, there was a sales rep out of the office, either in New York, here or L.A. Right. So so there's so many guys out of the office taking away from daily orders because that doesn't stop. Right. You know, that's you know, that's a beast that keeps on um, going. So. We got to make sure that we plan accordingly, you know, daily to make sure everything goes out on time. But now we're not constricted in that guaranteed turnaround time because a lot of people with, you know, four, five, six thousand card orders, they want to get the cheapest price possible. Absolutely. So the cheapest price, obviously, the 10, 20, 45 day, you know. So, you know, we have. Um, on average, I don't know, 15, 2000 cards, you know, do a, a day maybe. Okay. Um, so what if we have, and that's with the full staff, we can, you know, get that done. Right. What if we have 4,000 cards due that day and we have three people out? Right. You know what I mean? So we obviously don't want the guys in the office instead of working eight hours, 12, 13 hours, because right. they might be going to show a, a show next weekend, you know? Right. Right. So we're trying to a make people not go crazy okay. and not want to, you know, just absolutely go insane in that office. Uh, but we also want to take care of the actual orders and not rush them. Right. Yeah, I was, I was getting you know? to that point. Like, yeah. There's got to be some kind of, you want to keep your quality and, and exactly, you know, continue the, the Beckett name behind it exactly. and not put out a, a half product. Yeah. And, and that's the biggest thing is, is, you know, I definitely saw some instances where we were trying to push things out and the, 
products were fine. You know, they looked great. It, right. There were no issues as far as quality assurance goes. But I knew going into 2017 with how we're approaching the authentication side mm-hmm. um, and how we're wanting to push, push, push and, and build the, the brand even more we will run into issues I know in 2017. So that's why we thought it would be best for us as a company to go away from those guaranteed turnaround times. Uh, But the good thing is we have, I think it's a five day flex, a two to five day flex. Okay. That's 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 the published wording of how we're going to say, okay, it won't take longer than five days. Um, But just note, we're going to try and hit that last business day, that 20th business day, that 10th business day. But obviously, if that does happen to where we push the order, we're going to contact you. We're going to make it right. Things like that. We're not going to say, sorry, you're out of luck. You know, it's right. going to take longer. Um, we're going to try and help you out, see what we can do. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's it's something to where people, I mean, people were going nuts they on were, social media. Yeah, they were. Um, it, it was crazy. Are, are the price points staying the same? Price points are staying the same. Okay. Yeah. So I, there's I, really. So that's that's key too. I mean, that the you know, it's not like you're going out there and saying, all right, we're going to hit these guarantees. We're going to raise it a dollar a card, two dollars a card, fifty cents a card, exactly. whatever and, it is. And, so. and that was the thing. You know, people went in. We had a meeting, and and some people were like, well, what if we just raise the price? You know, keep the guarantee, but say, look, because we're we're already maxed out. Right. Um. You know, we'll just raise the price. We'll keep the guarantee if you really ne- want that guarantee. Uh, and other people said, you know, it, we already raised the price, you know, a few years ago and, and we raised shipping prices last year. And so it's like, you know, let's let's just see if we can push this side of it because right. we're still going to somewhat guarantee it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's not like this two card order. Ah, we're not going to do it today. You right. know, it's supposed to go out today. We're, ah, yeah. we'll, we'll give day it a 14. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. It's no, like, that's, you. you know, we're, we're going to strive for that last business day, but if not, we just want a little wiggle room. Well, that makes sense. I mean? I mean, I w- personally, if I wasn't involved in the business, I would much rather wait a couple extra days than pay a couple extra exactly. dollars. Because so. you will know that a, it's going to be, uh, there's going to be more attention on, on your stuff. Correct. So hopefully there won't be mistakes, you right. know, in the slabbing process, the labels, you know, right. Getting no the, yeah, issues right, exactly. with the labels, um, wrong grades. I mean, it's there, there's so many things that it's going to benefit us and in turn benefit the customer. Absolutely. So we'll there see. But yeah, man, so much hate. So Gosh. just like the last time you were on. I feel like every time I come on, it's about something negative And it, I'm like it, the Donald Trump you, of, you know, you got you. <laughs> don't think of it like that. Think mm. of yourself as the fixer. You, you come fixer. in and you, yeah. and you okay. fix the mood. I fix things. You yeah. fix you fix things. And if it doesn't I work, like you that. just blow the. F- I, 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 yeah, I just <laughs> say, Stop, I'm out. I did my part. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, but last time you were on, you, you had you had to talk people back off the ledge on another grading issue. Yeah, I don't even uh, remember. Geez, what was that all about? I don't, I don't remember what that was about. I just remember. Sure, no, I don't remember either. It I remember was, we were uh, sitting yeah. in the other studio, yeah. yep. just. Trying to talk people down off the ledge, not jumping off. Yeah, man. It was um, something. Uh, I don't, I don't, it was a price point change, I think. Might have been pricing. Like, oh, uh, uh, single grade service. Single grade service. Yeah, is. which is still there going strong. Uh, people love it. So, Oh, imagine that. How yeah. That How about yeah, that? that yeah. that's, that's what it was. It was a single <laughs> yeah, grade. Yeah, cheaper right. price for same service. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, that's all I'll say about nah, that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so, keep, yeah. Now we're back here. We're talking people off the ledge again. It sounds yeah. like from what you said, this is it's not a bad deal, really. And, and I don't want to sound like the Homer just taking up for Beckett because I work here. But 
if you're telling me it's the same price and I and I might be wait, waiting a couple of days, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. But you in know? this in this industry though, when everybody's trying to flip and do all this thing, price is important. Yeah. You know, price yeah. is important. And I understand, you know, people want to um you know, when they send in orders, they do it on a schedule, you know, um, or some of the smart collectors out there that are trying to buy and sell. They're, they're scheduling, they're, they're selling, and they're buying with according to the season. Right. So obviously you have guys wanting to send in all your Dax and your Zeeks, you know, your Bradys and Rogers now because playoff time's coming. Right. So, sure. you know, some guys are wanting to get those Dax before he plays because you never know. He might break his leg and Romo takes, you he know, the reins. He just You know what I'm Dallas saying? Cowboys. Maybe he yeah. did. And that is fine. <laughs> I will take that. As a diehard Niners fan, I'm yeah, hurting. I'm starting to like Derek a little more as a, uh, as a Skins fan. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's something to where, even though from the outside it looks like we're just not wanting to to do the orders on time, right. we're really wanting to make sure that the orders um, don't have any mistakes because right. there have been mistakes that I've had to deal with, and I would rather not want to deal with those mistakes and just have it done. The right, first time, the right way, you know, and you still have a five day guarantee. So if if the yeah if the few dollars isn't a big deal to them, then mm-hmm. they pay the couple extra dollars and get the five day. And, yeah, and five, you don't yeah, have to worry five about two day. You know, if you're local, one hour. You know, twenty four hour guaranteed services. So right. you know, there's there's ways to get around. Um, you know, if you really need something guaranteed, we'll make that happen. All right. Speaking of local, what's going on this weekend? All right. So this weekend we got our first BGS open house. All right. This Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. We'll be setting up shop here at the offices, um, pretty much just hanging out, you know, having on-site encapsulation for same day service, um, as well as RCR GCR. Everyone, you know, wants those RCR stuff, you know, get done. Because uh, that's another great thing that we provide, you know, that you don't have to wait 10, 20, 45 business days to get a grade slapped on that card. Right. You know, it takes a few hours. It's actually a little bit cheaper and get it back in that same day. So are we having show prices that day or show prices? I don't think there's any actual specials okay. published. Um, I think there's like 10 percent off your entire slabbing order. Okay. Um, but it was in an email. Uh, so if you got the email, you got to show it to me. All right. But um, all you got to do, just hit me up, you know, email me dficken at Beckett.com. Let me know if you want to come on by. But um, yeah, we open up the theater. We put on the TV, you know, show some show now some That's sports. a TV for that people that haven't been there before. TV. World is... Cup soccer, you know, playoff baseball on that thing. Woo! It's amazing. How about some playoff football? You know, since we're in that, the middle hey, of that, that's that, true. That, that, that would, would be, be good nice. too. Saturday. I mean, I don't. Know, is there a Saturday yeah, game? Saturday game. There's okay. two Saturday games, and then there's two Sunday. That games. that will probably be on. Then. All right. Yeah, I will make that happen. That's awesome. Now you awesome. bringing the popcorn? I will not bring the popcorn. Okay, I was checking. Uh, if if you can come on by and bring me a donut, that would a be donut, awesome. Okay. Donut. All right. Uh, All right. Yeah, I do. Would like a? I, I would like a donut. Okay. I would like a donut. Are you, right. Now, are you? A, you want like a Krispy Kreme, or you just want like one of those country donuts? I, yeah, I, I would like one of those country donuts. Right, Krispy those, Kreme, I think, is a little overrated. Yeah, you know so, do I, mean? so do I. I like Dunkin'. Now, you know. this is a fat guy confession here. I was going to say, I'm looking at you going, I don't think you I, think Krispy Kreme is like overrated. Kreme. <laughs> I, I don't like Krispy Kreme. I like I like your mom and pop shop donuts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Krispy Kreme is, you know, I guess great in a, in a pinch if you're there. And it's you like the it. Starbucks. Yeah. You but, the Starbucks of donuts. Yeah. I mean, I'm, not waiting at, I'm not waiting outside the Krispy Kreme for the light to come on. Nah, you know? man. It's, it's not. <laughs> 
That's not happening. Keep driving past on the road. What are they turning that light on? Yeah, that's not happening. No. All right. So uh, other shows coming up, man. We got Tri- Houston TriStar next month, right? Yeah. Houston TriStar is going to be a big show. I mean, we got shows going on all over the country, you know. Okay. Um, so next next month for me personally, I'll be at Houston TriStar doing uh, hopefully Raw Card Review there. Um, so if you're in the Houston area, South Texas, come on by. It's uh, 10th through the 12th of February. We're also going to go to Nashville. Um, this is kind of a big deal because this is going to be the first time we will be grading in, in Tennessee. Oh, wow. There so you go. So this is pretty historic here. We're, we're trying to build that Appalachian area. Um, so this is a perfect thing. If you are in the Nashville area, we're going to Grand Slam Collectibles um, and potentially doing some grading there, as well as setting up at a show on Saturday, the Nashville Card Show, Lighthouse Card Show. Um, that's the end of February, so check it out. I'll okay, be there. I'm going to put you on the spot right now. All right, let's I'm hear it. First time grading in Nashville. Okay. Let's give them a Beckett Radio promo code for like 10% off. Ooh, okay. Um, let's see. How about we do this? Let's do um, let's do Beckett Radio. So it's BGS Radio All right. as the promo code. All right. Okay. All right. And the way to get that, you have to submit 10 cards, and you'll get the 20-day service for $10 per instead of 12 and the 10 day service will go $12 per instead of 15. All right. And that's minimum 10 card submission. All right. If you're listening in the Nashville, Tennessee there area or just in the greater the greater Tennessee area and you're going to make that trip down to Nashville. Yeah. Uh re- listen to go back listen to this. Yeah. Hear what Derek said. Use BGS Radio. There you go. And uh, on those ten card submissions, get hooked up. Yeah, man, hook them up. You know, trying to we letter of credit. You know, yeah. hopefully, did we you get talk that? About that? Wait, no, I was waiting for you to get here. Oh, sweet. I was waiting for you to get here. Oh, cool. Uh, and he's almost done with his coffee now. Yeah, so almost. Almost, yeah. Conversation. almost yeah. done. I'm gonna yeah. stop interrupting you while you're drinking your coffee. Uh, <laughs> winner of the letter of credit. This is basically a, a fifty dollar gift certificate to Beckett Grading, uh, more or less. That's what it is. Nice. Uh, Jeff Amon at Buddy Amon, Buddy underscore Amon, from your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, uh, San Francisco. There you go. Shout um, out. I don't know this person's name. I, I, like typically the interaction on the on the Beckett Radio feed, I, I re- at least recognize the name. Yeah, yeah, I don't know this name. I don't know, but uh, he is a collector. There you go. Um, a vet as well. Nice. Thank um, you, sir. Loves the Giants. There we go. Loves the Giants. Loves, loves the, the Giants. loves yeah. the A's. So. Loves the A's. Okay. Um, Shout out. There you go. That's yeah. your winner. So if you can hear my voice, Jeff, you have won. Uh, <laughs> please email me uh, or email Beckett Radio, Radio. I'm sorry. Email us at radio at Beckett.com. Let us know your uh, your shipping information, your contact information, and we will get you a letter of credit so you can get some grading. Boom. There you go, Jeff. There Shout out. Jeff. All right, man. Uh, it, it's been twenty minutes. Do 20 you have minutes, wow. anything else that you want to say before, like your personal phone number, anything you want to give yeah, these my, guys my, to be able to my, call and yeah, talk to you and yeah, compliment you on everything that's midnight going on midnight yeah. on, <laughs> on a Friday night when I'm yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I'll, I'll skip that You're information. You're a bachelor, right? You got yeah, you got some free time on I, your hands. Yeah, free time, right? <laughs> no, man. Just uh, you know, if you guys need anything, let us know. You know, okay. at Beckett underscore grading is our Twitter handle. Um, so hopefully we're going to start that, you know, up, get some promotions on there, things like that. But man, other than that, I need to get Eric. Oh, Paul, I need your help. Okay. Okay. I need to get Eric to governor's ball, New York city, June 2nd through 4th. Okay. Okay. Are there donuts involved? (laughs) I will will buy him donuts. donuts I will put a donut in his airplane seat. Okay. If he's able to now, uh, 
I knew this was gonna happen. Yes. I knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> uh, talked about talk about it yesterday with Derek. Yeah. So Derek posts this. Uh, this is a little this is a little old school throwback Beckett Radio talk for you because mm-hmm. we don't talk music much anymore on here. You uh, don't, and I'm so sad, but it's okay. Um, so wait till you hear the intro music. Yeah, uh, wait yeah. till you hear the intro oh music. Boy. Oh boy! Oh <laughs> boy! And the outro. <laughs> uh, the uh, the governor's ball happened in New York City. Uh, just yes. a just a list of people that I would love to see and hear. Yeah. Uh, I just got to explain to my wife. And your kid, you're going and to my, a, your newborn. Yeah, it's Governor's ball. It's a it's a new card show. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's a ball. It's a gala. It's, it's a gala. It's a ball. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's for it's the like governors. Gala. Yeah, yeah, it's like the governors, you know, in yeah, New York, because there's more than one, yeah. right? You know, right. because and there's plenty of uh, music um, yeah. and people. Yeah. Um, and um, it's going to be a blast. You'll okay. probably get some autographs tied into yes. order. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Might yeah. get some pictures. Um, it's a great oh. hang. All right. So yeah, that's all you got to say. That's. Um, I mean, I've I've already told you what you need to say to your wife. Yeah. Chance a rapper is going to be right. there. It's my she, birthday weekend. Okay. And there was something else. Uh, I'll be back home on Monday. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> I, it's just a, it's just a weekend. It's just a weekend you know I mean? in New York. Come on. It's uh Come you know. On. Uh, my lovely bride will be here a little later today. Gotcha. So uh, you can tell her. I'll tell her. I'll tell her myself. <laughs> Say, Megan, take a seat. I have something to tell you. Um, I'm taking Eric. <laughs> Gotta go. Uh, Chance and Beano are going to be there uh, together, hopefully, on stage. That would be really awesome to see. Their EP is yeah. probably coming out right in time for that. Dude, you... Uh, I'm I want to so give excited. a shout out to uh, to Jeff Kamei over in the Philippines. What up, Jeff? Uh Good question. He had like a question of the night, like I typically could do. Typically okay. Do. Uh, end of the year, he asked who had the hottest joint of the year. Oh. And his answer was J. Cole, uh, something by J. Cole. Um, okay. Um, neighbors? Was it Neighbors? Oh, been, uh, uh, False Prophets, maybe? It, it was a J. Cole album. False Prophets is freaking dope. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish we were live. Because the yeah. two of you look like Christmas morning. You yeah. guys getting your gifts man, and like going crazy. I'm telling you, we can whatnot, literally man. do like an hour podcast just on music. Just music. I, we should. Just because Kinsley got to pick the opening music doesn't mean that we're not talking hip hop. Yeah, just sorry, Ken. I love you, dude. You're a good man, but I can't stand country. I picked, We've got to talk hip hop. I picked uh, Joint of the Year. It's probably probably not, everybody, not, not everybody's cup of tea. Chance, okay. Summer Friends. That's a great one. I love Summer Friends. That though. is a great one. Um, Man, I don't know. You got him on the spot, man. um, He's struggling. Yeah, I would have to say. J. Cole, Everybody Dies is another. Yeah. Oh, my God. J. Cole, anything on that album, For Your Eyes Only, is great. Um, Neighbors is one of my favorites. Um, If you you don't know the song, check it out. Read into it because it's perfect with what's going on socially in this world now. It's great. And he puts it in. Music, so right. music form, but I would say Anderson Pack. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been on him this whole 2016. Uh, they dropped uh, uh, Malibu, which was crazy. Uh, it's Dr. Dre's Prodigy. Sure. So if you don't know who that is, check him out. Funky. What do you, what do you say? All my all my chicksy grits. <laughs> all my chicksy <laughs> grits. That's it. Uh, and roll a spliff at the same yeah, dang roll, time. Roll a spliff at the same time. Yeah, but that suede. A that's a great song. That but was a good song. God, music. I love it. Paul, so, sorry, Paul. You yeah. are out of this conversation. You are I am. Out. I am, and I'm okay with that. I apologize. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, All right. Man, hip-hop is, is amazing. Hip-hop music podcast coming 2017. It, you know what? It's going to happen. We're making it happen. Chris <laughs> Keller. Yeah, man. Chris Keller loves hip-hop. Music. I know. 
Uh, We've talked hip hop before. It's crazy. Jeff Sloan Jeff loves Sloan. hip hop. Music. Yeah, yeah. So we could definitely make this happen. <laughs> you guys could sit around, rap, and yeah. break some break yeah. some wax. Jeff Sloan was a freestyle rapper in college. <laughs> oh man, I'd love to see that. Love to yeah, see. Yeah, I, Jeff I do about that. fell over when he told us that. <laughs> when he was here the other day. That was funny. That was really funny. That yeah. Was hilarious. One one thing before I go, a couple things on Netflix to check out. The right. Stretch and Bobito show. Loved it. Loved Absolutely it. loved awesome it. Awesome documentary yeah. um, of how uh, New York hip hop um, was was pretty much that. The Stretch and Bobito show was was in, uh, just influential in helping Nas and, yeah, and all those New York Nas, Jay Z, Jay-Z, just all those Pun, guys. Biggie. Yeah, Man, they played that yeah, Biggie Fat album Joe. when he was like. Yeah, he was like 15 or 16. Yeah, my God, yeah. he was killing. Yeah, and then Hip Hop Evolution yeah. is great. You told me about that. that. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that was only the first first four episodes. There will be a season two coming out. Uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Check it out. Yeah. But All right, man. That's it. That's uh, almost that's 30 minutes now. That's a wrap. God. Sorry, that's guys. a wrap. Look at Paul. Look at Paul. All right, man. 30 <laughs> minutes of uh of car talk and uh, hip hop talk. Hip hop talk. I'm glad to do that anytime that yeah. we can. All right, one last shout out to uh, to Beckett Grading and Derek for joining us. Appreciate it, yep. sir. You are welcome back here anytime you want to be back here. I love it. Um, Y'all are killing it, by the way. Thank you. Like, thank you. As as you know, standing, I am out of radio now. Right, one hundred percent. I gotta take your name off the, the radio right? list. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, y'all are killing it. You're doing great stuff. Keep up the awesome work and kick ass, man. We're, we're, Thanks, man. Kick we're, butt. Kick we're butt. really enjoying Thanks, it. We're yeah. really enjoy it. You know what? I We're want, a 9-5 just waiting to become a 10. I want to <laughs> give Paul some credit here. Actually, okay. we look like the number 100 while, you're, while we're on. We do. Here. There you go. Uh, we do. Yeah. I want to give Paul some credit while you're in here. Uh, you don't know this yet. I don't. Um, we did that special Star Wars uh, episode last week. Yeah. While we were there, there was a awesome gentleman in, in the store that was making a special limited edition promo um, – Princess Leia. Okay. He was like making it by hand in there while we were. Coolest thing I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah, it okay. was nuts. So nice. Local guy. We're yeah. going to get him to come on and uh, just talk about figures. Cool. And he's he, here's the thing. Paul booked it. Yeah. Paul got him all set up and booked it. Nice. Um, So thank you, sir. He you, he you can special order your own action figure. What? Yes. Are you serious? You can have a Derek Ficken action no figure. No way. Yes. We're, yes. there were, he, he might be working on some some fat some fat figures. That would be insane. Yes. Yeah. You know, it would be really funny if it's a plush toy. It's a plush toy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just have a little, just have a little, you know, cushion there. And you, yeah, that that would be that would be a sweet figurine. That would be that we that would be a, insane. We should do a Doctor Beckett figure. That would be cool. I I know something that I can't talk about on the air oh, man. right I know now about Doctor Beckett. Know. That's not but, nice. uh, He's not dead, right? He, uh, no, he's okay. not dead. No, no, thank right, good. God. <laughs> I, but I know some things that are like in the works with some uh, big name, big name players in the collecting Ooh, worlds. With, okay. When that comes, so uh, teaser. A little bit of teaser. And, uh, once it gets, once the national gets closer, we'll talk about it. But, there we go. But that's that. All right, man. I, I can get you out of here. It's thirty yeah, minutes. Get you're gone. Get me gone. You're gone. Uh, right. We got Scott Schwartz coming up, aka Flick, from A Christmas Story coming up. Later in the show, we're talking about all things, the the toy, a Christmas story, um, his acting career, yeah. and his. He <laughs> and did helped. his tongue really stick to the pole? His tongue really uh, did stick, get, I think. Uh, yeah. Now we're not hitting all aspects of his acting career, uh, yeah. uh, but uh, also he helped develop Americana. So uh, we're going to talk about that as well. Sweet. That's it. All right, guys. Uh, thanks, Derek, for joining us. Yeah. And you guys hang tight. We'll be right back. 
This is RBI Crew 7 from St. Louis, Missouri, and you're listening to Fat Packs on Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back from that quick break, and joining us on the phone is, uh, man, I, I don't know how to, ex- he was part of one of the most iconic film scenes ever in the history of film, right? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah and, I uh, mean, does it get more iconic? I don't, I don't know, especially around Christmas time. He loves sports cards. He, he, his dad and he, uh, himself own a shop awesome. out in Simi Valley, home of the President, uh, President Ronald Reagan Library. Okay. Uh, all right. Just all over the map. He's, he's been... He's got his hands in the entertainment side of things. He also helped develop Americana and uh, what Stadium of Stars with Upper Deck. So he's he knows what he's talking about when he when it comes to uh, collecting cards. Mr. Scott Schwartz is on the phone with us. How are you doing, sir? Hello, hello. I'm good. Man, we are happy to have you here. Uh, how's the weather out there in California this morning? Because it is quite chilly here in Texas. Well, uh, I believe the good Lord is trying to take care of our uh, problem with our water. We've been having rainstorms for about three or four days now. The grass is getting green, and the drought is going to disappear. It's a beautiful thing. Man, that's awesome. That's good to hear, man. That's not here, man. We had a little frost on my window this morning. A little so. frost. It's supposed to snow here tomorrow. So, uh, But Texas uh, snow like evaporates before it hits yeah, the ground. Exactly. Though, but. but you know what? Southern California does need that rain. I, when I was there a couple of months ago, it was uh, – Quite dry and brown, quite dry and brown. Yeah. But uh, it's a beautiful place. I'm I'm sure that's why you live there, right? Uh, I live here because I got tired of the snow. I grew up back east in New Jersey, and I put in my 18 winters, and I had enough. There you go. I understand <laughs> that. I'm from Maryland, so I get you. Now, uh, the snow is a is a is a subject we'll get to in just a minute. But uh, let's start with just your uh, your early film career. Um, the toy with Richard Pryor. You 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 were in that, and uh, how how was filming that movie with uh, with Mr. Pryor? He was he was a comedy just le- he is a comedy legend. How was working with Pryor on that? Uh, listen, there there there's 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 known that there's two Richard Pryors. There's the before he burned himself up and the after. That's and correct. I got the after one, the one who was more caring and sharing and loving and teaching and. Just an absolute incredible, wonderful human being. So he made my experience beyond money, beyond words. They say, is it priceless? I go twice priceless. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Uh, I, I shared with you uh, via email that I am a huge Richard Pryor mark. I love his, I love his work, his early work, his early stand-ups. And uh, there are definitely two different Richard Pryors, uh, before the fire and after. And... Uh, I'm glad to hear that you got the after. That's that's a beautiful thing. Can you share a story with us about maybe working with him on set, how he how he helped you out a little bit there on that film? Uh, the first day of shooting, I was not pre-made aware that Mr. Gleason did what they call ad-libbing. So he basically had a script, and then he read it and kind of just said whatever he wanted. Okay. I had done Broadway, off-Broadway commercials. Everything is script-orientated. What the script says is what you say. And completely threw me for a loop, and I didn't know what to do. I was like in no man's land. I was out in a raft with no paddles. And uh, (laughs) through talking to a few people, the producer and the casting director, and then Richard found out what had happened to me the first day. He called me in my room, said, come on over to my room. I want to talk to you for a while. And we had a good lengthy 30, 40-minute conversation. 
And he just stopped me. He goes, okay, now that's enough of that. He goes, now, I want you to tell me what we just did. And I said, well, we had a conversation. He's like, no, we ad-libbed. I said something, you said something. Just keep that in mind when you're on the set. And I went, okay. And the next morning, my father talked to me, and he's like, listen, whatever he says, when he shuts up, just say your line. You'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> that but, sounds like some sound advice. <laughs> great advice. And... uh I mean, over the course of the next couple of weeks, I sort of got, as they say, I got my feet wet, and the green disappeared behind my ears, and within a couple of weeks of shooting, I was ad-libbing right along with them, and that was because of Richard, and it made it a whole hell of a lot of fun. Good, good stuff, man. That's awesome. Playing off Richard Pryor, I would It's be, like a I, dream come true yeah, for you. I wouldn't would be so intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not only Richard Pryor, but Jackie Gleason standing there with you, too, and He's a comedy legend in his own right, so he was part of the Honeymooners. Right. So right. that that must to, to hold your own as a child doing that. That's pretty impressive, sir. That is cool. I, I came I came from a film background, meaning I grew up watching old films with my dad, so I knew who Mr. Gleason was. I respected him. I knew his talents. I was a monstrous Honeymooners fan. I was even a bigger fan of Smokey and the Bandit. I did impressions of everybody. So Gleason got a kick out of me doing him from Smokey and the Bandit because here I am. I was four foot five inches tall. I weighed 52 pounds, and I'm doing Buford T. Justice. <laughs> That's beautiful. And he, and he absolutely thought it was hilarious, got a kick out of it. And, you know, he didn't treat me the way I think people thought he was going to treat me. He, he treated me as a peer instead of, hey, this kid is on the set. So, again, it made it a much more enjoyable experience, but the lessons that I learned and the teachings were, you know, beyond imagination. You know, uh, we had downtime on the set. Gleason looks at me and he says, kid, you ever shoot pool? No, I was four foot five. I could barely see over the table. <laughs> he says, come on. <laughs> yeah, come on, let me show you. So he took me in the house with what they call an apple box, you know, box that you would put apples in, except it was a movie prop, basically. That's just solid wood. And he took me in there, and I stood on top of the apple box, and he showed me how to shoot pool. Amazing. You know, and I mean, the man who, who you know, beat Steve Miserak, beat Willie Moscone. He was a pool hustler. Nice. That, nice. That's awesome. But Learning how to it, hustle, it, hustle people as a kid. <laughs> oh, incredible. Good stuff. Well, hey, look, not not to not to disregard the toy at all because that was a great movie. But you were—I mean, obviously—you were part of one of the most iconic scenes that we've ever talked about, which we touched on earlier. So, like the scene in the Christmas Story with the tongue, how did that actually come about? Was it actually like cold outside? Did they do some movie magic, or did you actually have to just do what we saw on on the on the film? Well, I'll sort of start as they say with the script. Okay. It says in the script, uh, flick sticks tongue to pole. That's it. That's all that's said in the script. Okay. <laughs> what, they did, what they did was, is it's really cold. It was about 25 below zero with the wind chill. Wow. We were out in that, in, in that backyard of the school out in uh, St. Catharines, Ontario, which is between Toronto and Buffalo, otherwise known as the frozen tundra. Yeah, no joke. And... Uh, they put a piece of plastic over the real flagpole. Okay. They put a little hole, a little hole in it with a suction tube, 
that went into the snow with a motor. So it was basically like a very, very small version of a vacuum cleaner. But uh, the hole was the size of your pinky, your pinky nail. Okay. So it held me there. Now, there, it, it wasn't like all powerful, you know, 700, you know, horsepower. <laughs> so there were times where my tongue would flop off the thing and I'd have to go back and we would do it again. Uh, but, I mean, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's not real, but, man, it was cold. That's that's awesome, man. Scott, how many takes did it take? Well, we had to do it twice. The oh. first time we did it, the whole scene took 12 and a half hours. Oh, wow. And uh, about three days later, Bob Clark, the director, comes to me and he says, well, I got good news and bad, for you. bad news for you. And I said, okay. He goes, well, the good news is you're going to be with us a few more days. And I went, okay. He goes, the bad news, they underdeveloped the film. So we got to do the whole thing all over again. Oh, man. And, <laughs> and, and the second time, we knocked an hour off the process, and it became 11 and a half hours. And that's what you see uh, when you see the film. That's pretty cool, man. That, that, that sounds like a long, long, long day sticking your tongue to a pole over and over and over. But that's, I mean, that is a, a scene from a movie that just everybody knows. And I was actually told by a friend, I was asked by a friend of mine, uh, I got to get you to say uncle <laughs> at some point during this interview, like you, uncle, 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 but I'm going to pass on that and, uh, double dog dare you to answer this next question about, about your dad working with, uh, had a working relationship with Elvis Presley while he was in the army. Can you tell us, can, has your dad shared with you a story about what that must've been like? Oh, sure. Uh, I mean, it's just. Fate lends a hand. My dad's basic training got done two weeks before Elvis's and ended up in New Jersey at one of the bases. Uh, and they waited, and Elvis's company showed up. That, so when you see Elvis getting on the ship and all those women going bananas, my dad was already on shipboard. Um, and uh, there's an old sort of, uh, uh, what do you want to call it? I guess we'll say story for all intents and purposes that Elvis never performed when he was in the army okay. because the current set up a deal, the army that said, listen, he's just a regular soldier. He's not Elvis Presley. So he's to be treated like everybody else. And on shipboard going from the States over to Germany, uh, there was a piano on the third deck and Elvis went down and sat down and played piano for the guys for about six or seven hours. Uh, my dad took two pictures of Elvis at the piano and actually still has the originals, which Elvis signed the back for my dad. Sweet. Um, and card number 49, I think it is, in Elvis the Music by Press Pass. Uh, there's a photo that Elvis Presley Enterprises didn't have, didn't exist. They all told me I was lying until I scanned it and sent it to them. Uh, and the card ended up in the set, and the front of the card is Elvis playing the piano, and on the back is a photo of my dad and Elvis. Uh, my dad was the company clerk. So every day when Elvis had to get off the base, he would come down to the office and say, how you doing, Danny? Oh, I couldn't get my pass. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad, my dad would make out his pass, go hand it to the sergeant or lieutenant, they would sign off, Elvis would go over to his house. 
they had touch football games on Sundays. My dad went to the house several times, and Elvis would invite, you know, 15 or 20 guys over, and they would have a spread and do the whole thing. And so my dad spent uh, two years with him and, and said he was a regular guy. He was the guy that he'd be on one side of the street, you would be on the other. He would see, and how you doing, man? It's good to see you. How you doing, baby? And that, that <laughs> That's amazing, man. What a, what a time. What a time your dad must have had with just, you know, a regular guy, just like, you know, Elvis. Just regular right. guy regular Elvis. Guy. And he got himself on a card. Yeah. That's kind of cool. On the card. Nice pool there, by the way, with the reference to uh, uh, Elvis Press. I'm sorry. Press passes Elvis Presley the music. That's really cool. Um, speaking of cards. Well, listen, you know, I went to them and I told them I had this photo. They told me it didn't exist. They called Elvis Presley Enterprises. They say it doesn't exist. And then I whip it out. And they're like, uh, okay. And a couple days later, I get a phone call from them saying, listen, Elvis Presley Enterprises would like to, you know, uh, have a copy of the photo for the archives. I said, sure. And they said, well, they would like to know what you would want for it. And I said, no, there is no charge. This isn't about money. This is about getting my dad's face with Elvis on a trading, on a trading card. That's what it was all about. You know, the plates uh, from the cards they randomly inserted into the packs. Now, I, my, my bribe in all of this was I get the plates for my dad. He's on the back. His name is mentioned, and we get some extra cards. And there was no money involved. Sweet. And, and Strictly did it for the reasons of putting something with him there for all eternity so he can have a little kick out of the whole thing. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So <clears throat> my next question I had for you was what got you into the hobby and what led to you and your father kind of having this, this uh, shop out in the uh, Simi Valley? And th is that kind of what led, it in led into it, or is there, is there more behind the story? No, no, no. I, I was collecting cards. My first uh, uh, cards I collected was 75 tops. Okay. You know, I, I, I love the multiple color borders and all that. Did you get you the know, minis I, too? Hmm? Did you get the mini set too? They had that mini had set that year. Minis, not a lot. You know, they were expensive. They were two dollars a pack. Wow. <laughs> you know, right? Um, so I started collecting those, and then uh, actually, uh, I came out. I was doing what they call post production uh, and looping, which is voiceover work for the toy. And you know, living in New Jersey, came out to California and found a baseball card store in Westlake Village, California, called Baseball Cards, etc., uh, run by a guy named Dan Schmeider, who used to go to all the trade conferences, and he was a big dealer in the hobby, and blah, blah, blah. Ended up leaving the hobby and became the guru and collectibles guy for the Hard Rock Cafe, and the Hard Rock Cafe actually did a pin of him. Oh, wow. You know, if you look at the uh, Hard Rock Cafe uh, pin... Dan or Dan Schmider, Uncle Dan, I think he was called. Um, well, he had, at the, at the time, he had the, the nicest card store we had seen, and I was buying rookies of everybody you can imagine. And uh, we continued a friendship with him, and I came out from New Jersey uh, in the beginning of 87, remained friends with Dan, would come out to the shop, would buy some cards and, and, and shoot, the, shoot the bowl with him. And he said to me, you know, Scotty, I've got a second store uh, that I actually have in Simi Valley, which is really my base of operation. 
the, the Westlake Village store is my kid's store, and they don't really want to run it anymore, and I'm looking for a buyer. If you can find somebody, let me know. And it was, you know, 800 square feet, and my dad was a collector. He wasn't a big sports card collector. My dad was a non-sports collector. You know, every box that came out from probably 75 through, you know, 85 or 86, my dad had bought either a half a case or a case of all of it, stuck it in our basement. Oh, wow. Movie photos, posters, 11 by 14. So we had a, a, a full basement, and my dad actually had built a 20 by 25 room just to put the stuff in. Oh, wow. That's... And I called my dad up, and I'm like, hey, just just going to throw an idea at you, you know. Uh, are you tired of doing what you're doing? My dad was my, – my dad's fancy way of saying it, he was a glass maintenance engineer, which in basic English is a window cleaner. Ah. And, uh, <laughs> he owned the window cleaning floor waxing business. And I called him up, and he came out, met up with Dan, and the next day he called my mom and said, guess what? We're moving to California. I just bought a business. Cool. And uh, literally, that's how it happened. And, you know, uh, by the end of 87, my dad was in uh, Simi Valley, or excuse me, was in Westlake Village at Baseball Card, etc. and took that 800-square-feet store with very little, in, you know, just a little bit of inventory. Uh, you know, and now it's been uh, 20, 29 years. It'll be, you know. 30 full years, I guess you would say, the end of the end of this year, the new year. Uh, now it's over 4,000 square feet with over a million items. Wow. Insane. That's crazy, man. That's absolutely crazy. But, man, you guys are going strong. It's been almost 30 years, so that's you must be doing something right. Well, you know, the, the up and the down of the card industry. Oh, yes, sir. You know, <laughs> throughout time. I mean, we know that it's, it's fluctuated so immensely. Uh, while the Beckett monthly is a great tool to have, it put limitations on trading cards, what people could buy them for, what people would sell them for. Whereas movie memorabilia, there is no price guide. It's whatever the buyer will pay, what, what the market will bear. And his you know, enormous amounts of uh, eight by ten photos, let's just say, just regular photos from movies from 1910, 1912, all the way up. You know, uh, there's very few people that have about a half a million original photos from that timeline. <sighs> you know, and and the buying is different and the selling is different. They, people can't open up a price guide. And go, oh, this Humphrey Bogart photo books for fifteen dollars. It doesn't exist. You know, so you can buy at the right price and you can sell at the right price, and there's a lot of room for negotiation. That's that's really which cool. is what people want. People want a deal. You know, I make the joke. You know, I'm Jewish and we don't pay retail. Well, that's true of every customer. <laughs> that is very true. That's very true, sir. That is a great point. That is very true. Uh, let's talk about your work uh, in in the industry with uh, starting with Upper Deck and Stadium of the Stars and moving on to Donruss Americana, which now is Panini Americana. Where did you start with Upper Deck, and how did it morph into Americana? And you are also known for something that I don't know. I don't know if a lot of the collecting community would know this, but you're responsible for different color autographs on cards, uh, starting in those Americana. Uh, I'm sorry, starting in the Upper Deck series. Uh, we hate you for that. I just want you to know, and <laughs> that's that's a pain in the ass, man. 
Well, uh, I knew a lot of celebrities. I did the autograph shows. I knew a lot of people. And how many Emmett Smith autographs and Dan Marino's and, and Cal Ripkins and Derek Jeter's and Alice Rodriguez and whatever, how many of the same people can you keep pulling? Okay. So, so with this knowledge, I, I called up her deck and said, hey, listen, I have an idea. I want to come down. So I went down to the offices and gave them a pitch about doing celebrity cards. They're like, you know, it's, it's interesting. We just don't know if there's a market for it. Okay. Six months later, I get a phone call. Can you come back down here? Sure. So I come back down, and they proceeded to tell me that they took my idea, made wrappers for, for the Stadium of Stars for, for uh, 2007 Stadium. The rapper said there's a celebrity autograph. They actually hired somebody else to get the celebrity autographs. Now, here was the problem. That person was full of baloney, couldn't do anything, and didn't do anything. So over the course of the next 32 days, I got them 20, 24, 25 celebrities and got over almost 4,000 stickers signed Wow! to, to build the Stadium of Stars uh, insert set in, Amer- in, in uh, Spectrum Baseball. The, the color changing was just something I did because, again, I was creating a secondary collectible. You got the red ones. You, you number them out of 15 or 30 or whatever, you know, 10, 20, 30. So I did this, and I gave this to them, and I said, this is how you should do this. They went, okay. And, of course, they didn't do it. They just kind of put them in the product. And then, but they did report to Beckett how many of each there was. So that was really cool. The reds were the most difficult, and then the blues, and then the black. Um, and it was, you know, uh, four months later was the trade conference, and I went there and had a great conversation with uh, – uh, actually, I talked to Panini before the trade conference and got a entire product run uh, summary down and gave them a proposal. I went there and did a whole proposal in front of, you know, Ann and, and uh, Jim and Rodney and all the guys at, at, at Donruss. And over the course of the next couple of weeks, they called me up and said, yeah, we want to do this. Okay, let's go come to Dallas and sat down and – started getting names and how many we want and so forth. And, you know, uh, the guys at Donruss themselves did all the designing of the cards and, you know, the cut cards and, you know, and, and there it was, you know, the cut cards, you know, the director's cut cards that were in there. Yes, sir. Um, there was enough space on there to have an inscription. And I went, wow, because I had done it with Spectrum. Um, well, like Tiffany wrote, we're alone now for I think we're alone now. And Anthony Michael Hall wrote 16 Candles. Um, so I got, you know, Adam West to do 10 or 20 that said Batman and 20, you know, that said Bruce Wayne. Um, you know, right now, I mean, Celebrity Cuts has sort of taken on a, a, a different light now with the passing of Carrie Fisher. You know, I did the signing with her in her home and she did 10... Mrs. Han, Ms., Mrs. Han Solo, and oh, wow. 10 PL Organas for Princess Leia Organa, uh, and, and, and 10 or 20 that said Star Wars. So it added a secondary collectible type thing to the product. You know, it made it very difficult. Um, you know, at one time, you know, from, from busting my own cases, you know, I was the closest thing to a complete set anybody had. I had like five or six of the one-of-ones. You know, wow. the only one I never got was Shatner and somebody, somebody put it up on eBay and I didn't see it and somebody bought it 
and that just blew my set out of the water. And you know, since then I've I've sold most of it off now at this point. Man, you were you just had your hands all in that. That was like, that's a cutting edge stuff. That right is there. cutting edge stuff. Uh, just kidding. We don't really hate you for it, but man, those different colored autographs can get confusing. But it does add extra value to what you're doing because you know that, say if it's a green pen, or whatever, you you know that it's not the regular black pen. So there there is some some point of value there, which has really changed uh, collecting in a sense because you know guys are looking for the green autographs and the red autographs and the blue autographs, and it's 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 been a lot of fun. Now, um, well, yeah, go ahead. Made it, and I it, I made it so much fun because how often do you get um, Val Kilmer? to write Batman and how often can you do combinations of Batman? You know, they did, a, they did the, the, um, oh my goodness, not co-stars, the stardom cards where you had Val Kilmer and, uh, Adam West or you, the Star Wars, there's one running right now. It's actually mine. I actually pulled it out of a pack. Um, is the Star Wars quad, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Billy D. Williams, and David Prowse. It's numbered five out of five. It's a PSA nine men. It's actually running right now. It's I think it closes on Sunday night, you know, and it's up right now five out of five. Wow, <laughs> that's yeah. a that's, that's a, a heck big, of a card. That's a pretty big, big, big card actually. Now let's jump up to your uh, your time with Beckett doing some guest editing back in two thousand and eight. Um, you were actually on the cover of the Sports Card Monthly back in two thousand eight. How did that How did that come about, and what did you think of that experience? Uh, it came about at the Trade Summit. Uh, they had their charity auction, and they were auctioning off being the, you know, the, 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 the uh, contributing writer to Beckett one month. Uh, and I'm like, okay. And I knew I had a lot to say, and I wanted to say it. And uh, I, I won the auction. Uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. Blowout. Fish. Oh, Fish. He yeah, did yeah. my he bid my tushy up, and I wanted to shoot him in the head. I'm like, dude, go away. I'm doing this. Get out of here. <laughs> and uh, so, I, so I did it, and I'm on the cover with uh, Darren McFadden. Uh, he was the, the big part of the cover. And I think uh, Cal Ripken's got a card on there and me. And, uh, and, and I wrote the article. And, I mean, it caused a lot of stir because I said things that at the time were not politically correct. I talked about steroids and about collecting and all kinds of other stuff. Um, you know, talking about Pete Rose and, you know, uh, it, it, it was a fun experience to come to Beckett. Uh, part of it was I got one of the lithographs that were in the back in the drawers in the metal drawers in the back room. And I got one of those and oh, I took cool. the, uh, passing of the torch NFL litho with Aikman, uh, Montana, Joe Namath and Terry Bradshaw. So that's where that went. No, <laughs> and and I, 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 I had met Bradshaw, and I did, um, oh, my goodness, Regis and Kathy Lee. I had the, the morning show I did with Joe Namath one time and remained semi-friendly with him. Uh, Montana's a big fan. I've met him. He just He's a Christmas story fanatic. His kids love it. Uh, so the three of them signed it for me. And it took me about a year to get Aikman. But uh, I actually bought a ticket at the 2009 National for Troy Aikman to sign it and got it signed, and the four of them all signed to me, and it's up on my wall in my living room now. So that along with the cover of the magazine, and 
the articles framed up in my house. That's really cool, man. I, I loved it. You know, I have, I have, I've always had a good relationship with the guys at Beckett. You know, they're, 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 they're good guys. We, we try to be. We try every now and then. All right, man, we're going to get you out of here. we got one more question for you. Um, what, if anything, are you doing um, now in the hobby other than at the shop? Are you, obviously, I guess you're still putting some stuff on online, uh, doing things like that. But um, what else What else you got going on? Uh, well, uh, I, I, I am a believer in if you crack product, you shouldn't get clobbered. So, you know, it's narrowed me down to being very picky and choosy now about what I open. Okay. You know, uh, I opened, you know, very, you know, a little bit of panini, but not much, you know, tops a little bit here and there. It's more for just an interest of whatever the product is. Like the Rocky set, I bought some of those. I love that set. I just thought it was great that tops did that retro set. Um, Benchwarmers, I do a lot of stuff with Benchwarmers cards, buy the products, have always done well with them. The, 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 the guy that makes it. Uh, you know, it's just done a great job quality-wise, and, 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 you know, uh, I actually helped him years ago. You know, he, he, he took my advice when I told him, you should do blue and red and green and all the different colors and number everything. Um, didn't get me 10 cents or any favors, but he took my ideas, you know. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I, I still sell cards, and, you know, I buy and sell stuff, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I enjoy... Uh, the the collectability of it. I enjoy the fun with it. Um, you know, I, I have gone to many, many trade conferences. Uh, this year, I can't go, unfortunately. It's just... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it's one of those things where I had to make a choice. Am I going to the Trade Summit or am I going to WrestleMania? Well, so, WrestleMania wins yeah, every say, time. Yeah, Eric will go with you. <laughs> if you have an extra ticket, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> I, I, ring crude, I used to ring crew for the WWF back in the 80s. So I know Vince and Stephanie and Triple H and Jerry Lawler and Brutus Beefcake and Hogan and Piper and Randy Savage. Those are all my friends. You know, some of them are gone. Um, so I'm still treated with, with kindness and care and love and I'm like family with them. Uh, so I go to WrestleMania and get all access and run all over the place and have fun with my friends for a couple of days. So can't go to the trade summit, but, uh, you know, card collecting has definitely become a different animal. You know, it's become more of an investor thing, more of a, a lottery thing. You know, it's pulling the Willy Wonka, you know, and sure. almost every product, something, sure. uh, you know, I, I, I really, I, I, the, the, the leagues got greedy. The, the licensing went up, made the cost of the packs go up. You know, let's face it, gang. You know, growing up, Topps packs were a quarter, you know, and then 50 cents. Yeah, you know, not a now Topps packs three and four dollars. Right, right. That's, that's... And you knock, you knock the kids out of collecting, beside the fact that the, the, the web uh, and, and cell phones and what they do and the apps and all this stuff takes a kid's attention away from uh, two things, collecting and playing with his friends. You sure. know, our thing was we used to, you know, flip the cards and show our cards to our friends, and, and now that's just not nearly as cool as it used to be. Of course, if, you know, you get the uh, whoever, the, you know, the Chris Bryant numbered out of, you know, five autograph, well, you got to show that to everybody, you know, or the LeBron numbered out of six or whatever the hell it is, you know. Um, 
it, it, it took a lot of the fun out of the collecting and made it more of an investment thing. And grading is added to that, uh, you know, between PSA and Beckett, you guys doing the grading system. Um, I look forward to Beckett, great, uh, Beckett Authenticated now, you know, that you guys have Steve Grad over there, you know, who definitely has the most experience probably of any human on planet Earth for doing what he does as far as authentication. You know, you know should definitely add, add, add some validity and add some credibility to the, the, the Beckett Authentication Service. We were talking about this earlier with, uh, with our first guest. Uh, his name is Derek. He works over in the grading department. And uh, we, we, what Steve Grad adds to the Beckett team, the Beckett name, is just, I mean, you can't put a price on it, right? No. It, it's, it's absolutely amazing what, what his name brings to it, and along with Brian as well. Uh, those guys are just hands down the best of the business, and to have them here is just absolutely amazing for us. And I believe the customers, our customers, will see uh, a a good a good spike in a ba in a bas authenticated item as well. For sure, yeah. For well, sure. it's got it's got to be no no. You've you know Beckett has to take the bull by the horns, spend money, and advertise Steve Grad, former head authenticator at PSA, is now with Beckett. You know, it's it, people, the, the general public need to know. The people in the hobby know, you know, the dealers and such. But it's the general public. So when they go online and they see an autograph, um, geez, let's see, a uh, 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 Humphrey Bogart or a Lou Gehrig, for that matter. Well, actually, I should have said Gary Cooper and Lou Gehrig. That would have been the cool mix, but... Um, to know that it's been authenticated by a man with 25 or 30 years of experience doing this, who's now with Beckett, that Beckett symbol and Beckett sticker and Beckett's uh, letter of authenticity should mean just as much as a PSA letter of authenticity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Uh, Scott, we're up against it. We got to get out of here, buddy. So uh, I just want to thank you for coming on, man. This was amazing. Thanks for sharing your time with us, uh, sharing some great stories about uh, working with Richard Pryor and, and Jackie Gleason and, and Elvis with your dad and, uh, and that, that horrible again, vacuum. Man. What's that? I, I love talking about this stuff, so let's do it again sometime. Let's, hey, man, anytime you want to come back, let's do this. For sure, for sure. Hey, real quick, give the name of your dad's uh, shop. Give him a little plug real quick. It's, it's, it's a tough name. Okay. Sport, sports and movie stuff. Sports and movie stuff. Perfect. In, in Simi Valley, right? In Simi Valley, California. It's about a 40-minute drive from Hollywood. All right, guys. That's it. If you're out there in the greater Los Angeles area, go check out Scott <coughs> and uh, uh, sports and movie stuff. And uh, just go have fun with that because I, I promise you, just from speaking with him now, I, I bet there's stuff in that shop you've never even heard of. 4,000 square feet. Of yeah. it. it's, it's like no other. You're walking into a museum. You're going to see... Games, toys, dolls, action figures, not not that many action figures, but stuff from the 20s all the way up. It, it's walking into a history museum of collectible type items, movie memorabilia of all kinds, you know, uh, you know, autographs, you know, stuff like that. Just bought a 36 by 48 piece. Uh, a Warner Brothers piece that was signed by almost every employee and musician of Warner Brothers. A guy was retiring, and he was in the sound mixing department. And the top autograph on the left is a guy named Jack Warner, Warner Brothers. Wow. And at the bottom of the first row, 
there's some guy named Old Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra's on it. Oh, wow. That's a nice piece. That's a a real nice piece. Uh, All right, man. Just thanks again for coming on. Uh, Let's do this again real soon, okay? You got it. All right. Take care, man. Happy New Year, everybody. You too. Hey, what's up? This is Chris, Chief Brake Officer here at Top Shelf Brakes, and you are listening to the Fat Pack, Eric and Paul, on Beckett Radio. All right, man. Derek Ficken and Scott Schwartz, if you need them. Wow. Back to back, no break. We were getting it done. Yeah, man. I was happy. Get her done. Get her. Oh, don't say it. I hate get her done. Hey, man. I, it's a country show. It is a country show. Country music. Is we're app. going out on a horse ride. Yeah. So there you go. That's, that's pretty cool. Get her I done. Guess, I guess. Yeah, get her done. We'll get her done this time. Uh, or every time, you know, when you want to get her done, we'll just get her done. We'll just whip it right out. Get her done. Uh, <clears throat> what's up, man? How did you like that? Was that, was that fun for you? Yeah, man, that was, that's pretty cool, man. Anytime you talk to somebody like that who's clearly knows a ton of people, sure. been around, um, cool guy, and he knows sports cards. That's like, the plus. That is a plus, you yeah. know, like, wow, there's not too many of those people out there, man. He's like a quadruple threat. Yeah, he was uh, telling us some stuff off air that I don't think he'll mind it if we share, but, you know, he was talking about uh, WrestleMania and Vince McMahon and yep. uh, those kind of, that kind it's of like stuff. Those are like his boys. Yeah. So that's really cool. It is cool. That's really cool. Um, want to thank both Derek and Scott for coming on the show today. Um, Derek dropping that grading knowledge on you, whether you like it or not. That's how it is. Yep. Um, if you have complaints, send them directly to him. He left you his email address. He did. Uh, remember, if you're in the Nashville area, we do have that Beckett Radio promo for you. Uh, he said BGS Radio. Use that on 10 cards or more, and he's got a discount for you up there in the Nashville area. Yep, yep. And then uh, Scott, like we said, just breaking everything down, doing everything cool for you. Uh, part of one of the the most iconic film scenes ever, you know, <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt, <laughs> without a doubt. I mean, other than Macaulay Culkin and his ah yeah. scene, yeah, you know, as far as like that's yeah, those like, are the two pl- things, man. Like growing up, over. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, man. you're good, man. But like over over time in film, you know, it's probably I'd say probably top fifty. Yeah, but. Christmas movies, it's probably like top three. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so <laughs> absolutely, it's uh, it was an absolute um, honor to have him on. It, it was cool. He had a lot of stories. Loved him breaking down Elvis and his dad. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. That was cool. And then you know, just the way he was able to help get that that memorabilia that sure. to to uh, the Elvis Foundation and, sure. and to be able to share it with everybody. That was cool. That's really cool, indeed. All right, man. Um, that's our first show for for twenty. 17 yeah man but before we got before we get out of here we got a little uh a little bit of whatevs a little bit a little bit i mean i don't there's not a whole heck of a lot to talk about because it's only a weekend you know and it's coming up and yeah playoffs are coming yeah. and i don't have to make any more bad fantasy football predictions <laughs> go kansas city's defense uh, um do you have a prediction for this weekend's games you know i kind of do kind of don't you know you, you kind of have your heart now now you know since my my skins are out you kind of go with your heart on a, a few teams where you're stretching a little, and then you know, got your head that actually tells you, well, this isn't going to happen. But the AFC, man, God bless them. Down to three. Well, I mean, I guess Osweiler's starting now, but sure. really he's a backup quarterback for right. the most part. Connor Cook starting and Matt Moore. If you told me those three quarterbacks would be starting in the AFC playoffs, I would have been like, yeah, no, that's, that's not going to happen. Whoever gets thrown to uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots, that's going to be a, a – it's a slow, painful death, I guess. It, it is. It is. Now, I'm telling you right now, man, 
I've had some jokes with Kansas City. Man, don't sleep on them. Don't sleep on them, man. They got, you know, their offense seems methodical sometimes or whatever, but, man, that guy Tyreek Hill is ridiculous. He can score everywhere. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. They put him to play safety, and that mug gets an interception and takes all the way back. I'm not even joking. You know what I mean? That guy's all over the place. So watch them. You know, Pittsburgh's strong, I think, but I think, you know, watch Kansas City, man. They might sleep on you. Might sleep in there and sneak in there on on New England. Now, do you want to give a Super Bowl prediction? You know, I'm not a cowboy fan. I hate I hate the predictions too. So. I, I do, but I'm and I'm not a cowboy fan. And obviously, living in in Texas right now is it's a tough time to not be a cowboy fan. Sure, sure. I don't think they're going to do it. You don't think so? I don't think they're going to do it. Um, <clears throat> I think it's going to be something like, and this could be crazy. It could be the Packers. Packers, okay. They're hot. They are hot. Aaron Rodgers said, "Look, dang it, we're going to go out and win the rest of our games." And Six in a row, right? Yeah, Remember? they won them all. Yeah, uh, that's tough. Still can't run the ball. Nah, it's optional. Yeah. I mean, apparently <laughs> they don't need to. Yeah, clearly. You know, they don't need to. He'll go negative four yards and 400 yards passing and eight touchdowns. Sure. I mean, um, <clears throat> I don't know. If I had to go, if I was reaching, I would say Green Bay, Kansas City. That's okay. like a reach of all reaches. That's a reach. That's a reach. I, that, that's I can, believe that is a I'm reach. I'm going to go for a more solid pick. Okay. I'm going to say Atlanta, New England. Atlanta, New England. All right. I, I would like. To, I would actually like to. I would. That's a game. Hot I would Atlanta. Be interested in watching. I, I'd pull for Atlanta every day. Where's Ian? By the way, is he here this week? Ian? Nah, I don't. I don't know, man. He hasn't I, been here I, the last couple of days. I haven't heard any Patriots talk or anything. So. No, nah, man. I think he's. Uh, I don't know if he's under the weather or what. Taking oh, a few days off at the okay. beginning of the year. All right. But uh, yeah, we'll see if he comes in wearing his gray sweatshirt tomorrow. Because I, I figured he'd Represent? be in here all week just talking all kinds of Patriots stuff. Well, you know they don't play this week. Well, so that's you true, know, he, but you know, he, just talking about his his greatness day off and you know, yeah, week off, and week off, and all that jazz. Yeah, I don't know, hard to say. Hard but to anyway, say. so um, yeah, so I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with the, the the Kansas City Green Bay. That's that's my sh- that's my reach. That's your reach. My head just tells me that's gonna be Cowboys Patriots and Cowboys Patriots. Yeah, and that's just gonna be what it is. That would be a game. I think Cowboys Patriots would probably break the ratings. It probably would, yeah. especially being in Houston. You know, we were talking about sure. how it's not that far from here. All these right. crazy fans would be out of town. It'd be a peaceful weekend. Yeah, that weekend sure here would. in Dallas, yeah, all, sure the, would. all the crazies will be gone. Man, that would be uh, something else. It would be, but uh, we'll see. You know, hey, what do you know? I'm still pulling for that. I'm, I'm pulling. I'm not going to change. I'm going I'm to say Atlanta, New England, and uh, I'll pull for I'll pull for Atlanta in that situation. Okay, but. That's neither here nor there. This is a prediction. I hate predictions. I hate the three weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. Hate it. It's bad news, it's man. All they do is talk about Super Bowl. There's like a I, world of other news. Let's going. talk about the Pro Bowl. No, that's <laughs> even worse. That's even worse. Dude, your face was priceless right oh, there. Priceless, priceless. Isn't, man, that, isn't that what we heard earlier if, today? If you're the type of person who watches the Pro Bowl, I don't want to know you. <laughs> I, like, I, wow. I hope you stub your toe and get diarrhea on the way to the bathroom tonight. I just, I don't. I don't like the Pro Bowl. I don't like the people who watch the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Man, that's some that's mean. Isn't that, that's it? that's flat how out I feel mean. about the Pro Bowl. That's how flat out mean it is. Now you're starting the year off on the wrong foot. Man, I, if you ever met my grandmother, you would know uh, why I was so mean. She's she was a mean person too. But she liked game shows though. Yeah, she loved Wheel of Fortune. She did. I love Wheel of Fortune. That's an author and Pat story. Sajak. Yeah. Um, so man, that's it for the first week. Uh, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. First, first show in. Loving it, man. We got a big three weeks coming up. We, we do. Uh, we have uh, Legends Lockers, uh, Legend Lockers coming yes, up. Yes, we do. Um, Waxtastic. That's uh, that's just a great name. Yeah, it, that is awesome. 
And uh, Chris Keller from Top Shelf Breaks is going to be here. Uh, as I mentioned, as we teased earlier, he's going to be a regular part of the show this this year. But uh, yeah, he's he's going to be here the third week of January, breaking all kinds of stuff down. There you go with him in the breaking world. We're trying to get BSA back on here this week. This not this week. They'll be here next weeks. week. Right? Next week, yep, next yeah. week. So uh, so we'll hear from them. Love love to hear them uh, always when they're on. And uh, that's it, dude. That's it, man. That's it. I'm good. Now on our way out, I, I mentioned earlier that it probably wouldn't be. A- there wouldn't be a whole lot of uh, Q and the Drake this year. Uh, not that it's going away, because it's never going to go away. But uh, we 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 tested. We didn't test. We we said, um, hey, we want some listener interaction. So you guys need to uh, you guys need to pick the music this year. Let's, let's do that. Let's do it that way. Ken Kinsley was uh, up first. He picked Robert Earl Keane and the Road Goes Road Goes On Forever. Uh, played the live and version ever, and <laughs> ever and ever and ever. Played the live version of that song from his 2004, uh, 2004 live from Austin, Texas. Um, that was a live. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was uh, actually it's one of my favorite albums of his. Um, so going out, we're gonna cue the Robert Earl King again, and that noise you hear in the background is called the Bucking Song. From the great Robert Earl King. Guys, thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back next week. And until then, just keep listening. Cue the key. Took to the rodeo, swung second place, really bucking good in a bucket bell race. Put it in my hat. I brought a bandy saddle. She bucked me out of that. Yeah. Hey, hey, all the girls now. Yippee-yah. I love that. They bucked me on a pick and buck, bucked me on a fence. And Daddy said, son, you got no fucking sense. Yeah.